0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram and I hope you enjoy this episode. The first Mishnah in the eighth parak of Kama is what we've been talking about in the Gemara around it. We've gotten through the Mishnah, you might remember, um, but with problems. We got we, we we felt there was there was an something that was seemed to be unfair in the Mishnah. And I think it was the last thing that we we pointed out. If you, if you look at the Gemara here on the Mishnah is is found on the Talmud page of Pei Gimel Mabez in, in Babakama. If you go to the last couple of lines of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says by Osoki Luhu Shomer Kishuin, load No, We're not gonna pay him for that week that he was in the hospital or that month he was in the hospital for the job he really had because you already paid him big-time money. So basically now what we're talking about is paying him a very small amount, paying him only the amount that a watchman, uh, one of the cheapest farming watchmans can make. That was our, our problem, if you remember. It didn't seem to be correct. It seemed to be unfair. Um, especially since uh, you tell me that's the only thing he could be doing now. That's the only job he could be doing now is, you know, even like, like we said, is is, is that what's left for a person who, who has hurt his leg and is now crippled that the only thing he can do is, is, is do something like this. That seemed to be the idea, but it, it, it bothered us. You might remember. That's what bothered us. So I'm going to try to, first of all, try to answer, um, the ethical question that we had that's sort of an ethical question and then we're going to try to also go and try to cut through a Rashi and see how Rashi how does Rashi respond to some of our questions one of the things you have to understand whenever you do a piece of Gemara with Rashi is that Rashi is answering the questions that he believes and that was more common in his mindset now, he's, he was an individual human being and, of course, the great teacher of the Jewish people. And we, are, we, we all want to, in a way, emulate and, and get into the mind of Rashi. But we have to realize Rashi is writing for what he believes his audience needs and what his audience at the time, what was important to them. And it might not answer our question. So that's important to understand. We might not get all the answers we want out of Rashi. And I'm going to show you some tricks that I use to help me when I don't think Rashi is helping me enough without saying I got to look in the art scroll. Okay, so I'll show you my trick in a minute. Shiva, who probably knows what this trick is because I've shown it before. Let's do the Rashi that we wanted to, um, that we we were talking about last time. Okay. 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 Uh, Well, first of all, let's review just one point we made about the cucumber watchman. That was this word in Rashi. Let's take a look again. Because Rashi said that probably there's nothing else he can do. Remember, he's got his hand cut off. He has his leg broken. That's probably the only thing the person can do. Okay. So you've already paid him for the leg, okay, so he was in the hospital for a month. He couldn't get out of bed. What could he have done anyway without a leg so that was so rashi already is giving us the rashi is already giving us in a way an idea. hmm, how about somebody who could do other work? in other words, Rashi's assuming that most people do they work with their bodies, right. Tough work. Okay. Uh, if it's not tough work, then it's the, the, the cheapest menial labor for a person to use with his body. Those are the two extremes. Rashi hasn't dealt with the stuff in the middle. But 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 Rashi implies that there. you could say, well, what about if there's somebody who could do other type of work even after a shattered leg? Right? Rashi said, well, what else could he do? Well, who says the guy is just a muscle man? Who says it's all about the strength of his body? So we're going to see about that. So there's a when I read that Rashi, it tells me, hey, there, well, what about a person who might be different? Rashi said, again, the key words in Rashi here are melechet, difficult, tough work. Well, who does tough work? A person who isn't trained in anything. Basically, he says, I got muscles. I got legs. Pick stuff up. Okay, I can't pick stuff up anymore. Watch, okay, walk around to make sure the crows don't get into the cucumbers. Those are the two options. But we're going to see, again, in other words, the beginning of an answer is already in the Rashi, is what I'm trying to point out to you. Okay, Um, the next part of the Rashi that we did not do uh, was this part. Okay, so let's see if we can read this end of the, uh, again. So this is a, a flag of hope, this Rashi. And I'll show you how the flag is going to be waved a little bit further. Now let's try together to do the end of this Rashi. Okay. So as you know, the Mishnah said, Chamisha Dvarim. Five things. And here's the list. Number one, Nezek. Number two, Tsar; Number three, Ripui. Number four, Shevis, Number five, Boshas. Okay. Remember that. In fact, you know, printing up this page might be great. Printing up, printing up, hey, Gimel on the base and writing on the side, putting putting the numbers on the side. That's a very easy way for me to teach you and for you to see what what line are we on. Okay, so that's line number two. You see the list. Now we go down to the Rashi. Let's see what Rashi says. Vikuhu chamisha dvarim. Kuhu means, of course, all of them. Kuhu, all of them. What all? The five things. Mikro, nafki. Okay? Now, kro is one of the simonim you eat on Rosh Hashanah, but that's not what it means here. That's a gourd or something like that. Kro, of course, means mikro, like from a posik. Mikro, from a posik. Okay? Nafke. Okay? Um nuffak means to to go out or extract from, right? That's what Nuffak means. Pook, like sort of like peek your head out. Pook, pook, <laughs> right? Pook is like, get out of here, right? Pook is like you know, think about it like oh, pooking. Oh boy, I'm not puking. The point is Nuffak is to go out. Nufke means I extracted it out. I took it out. As she was a derive, I took it out. Where did I take it out? Mikro. I took it out from a Posek. Now, Rashi's going to go through the five. Okay. So, if I would be rewriting this Rashi for you, I would now make the list Nezek, Dirsev, Ayin, Tachazayin. That's Nezek. One of the most famous quoted um, verses in the Torah. In fact, you can see it right here in your Torah or. That's twenty-one, twenty-four in Exodus. Ayin tachasayin. Do you know how many uh, times Judaism is is is, is <laughs> encapsulated by this pasuk? Right? Everybody says, that's what Judaism is about, an eye for an eye. You, know, you hear it all the time um, in, in, in popular uh, screeds against what Judaism is about. Judaism, you know, they're about, they're not like Jesus. They don't turn the other cheek. Eye for an eye. That's Judaism. So, but as you see from this Rashi, and it's going to be clear in the Gemara, no, that's what Nezek is. That's money. Eye and Tachas Eye is money. An eye for an eye means money. Now, Tsar. Remember we talked about Tsar? Tsar was how much you'd be paid not to suffer. How much you'd pay not to suffer basically, right? That's what we saw um, from the, right? Right? How much you would be paid, how much you'd like to take to have that pain done to you. Again, we're going. Pain is—that's very subjective, obviously. You're right. We had a problem with that, remember? And we talked about also, if you remember uh, Sheila last week, this problem in the in the Mishnah. And Rashi gave us some hint on that. In other words, if he's little Lord Fauntleroy, he's not used to being pain, in pain. So we need to find someone. Whoever got, whoever was the one, remember we talked about uh, Larry, Moe, Larry. So we have to see, Larry, what sort of life have you led up until now? Have you been Little Lord Fauntleroy? Have you been Daddy Warbucks? Or have you been suffering uh, grunt like Oliver Twist? Like I'm using literary mix mi- mi- mashup, right? Who have you been? We have to find someone like you and say, someone like you, how much would you how much, it sounds like from the Mishnah, how much you would want to, to have this done to you. Okay, that's what tsar is. So where do you know tsar from? You know tsar from, from where? Petza Tachas, Petzal, right? Or actually, yeah, let's see. Is that where it is? Shein, Tachas, Petza Tachas, is where you have tsar from. Hmm, petza tachas petza is tsar. Okay, why is petza tachas tsar? Not sure exactly, right? Why does I understand ayin tachas ayin? I guess for some reason that's that's money. Petza tachas that's tsar. now, Rashi knows that you sort of say, "What? Well, well, well how, how does that prove anything?" So Rashi then adds. Da hoki darshinan This is what darshinan. Now guys, nun always means us. Nun nun is us. Mas nissan our mishnah. Anan us. Darshinan we. That's us. That's going to be we. The gemara. We're all part of the same. We're all playing in the same band. Darshinan bigmara Hoki darshinan bigmara this is what we, us, we are going to make a drosh about this in the Gemara. Rashi's telling you. I always say, hold your horses. You're right. You're not going to really understand why that petza is tsar. You know, you might wonder well, how come regal ta'chas regal is not tsar. Isn't that also in there? Why is petza ta'chas petza the one that's tsar? So Rashi's telling us that in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to make a drash about that. Haki darshinan biGemara. Okay. So I can say I'm not sure, Uh, and I'm not sure why. I I guess uh, my brain tells me originally, um, you know know why? Uh, Maybe Petsa sounds more like the pain of the wound than the fact that it's just not there. Maybe Petsa, in other words, the iron is the eye. That's something obvious. A chain is a tooth that's there, the hand. But maybe the Petsa is sort of like it's going to go away, right? It's like, you know, um, uh, the PETSA is more like a temporal thing that you weren't born with. It's, 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 it's the exact, uh, it's the wound, so to speak. So just taking a look at that Pasek, this is the one. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. ya regal Regel tachos Foot for foot. Kriya kriya potzah. I said it wrong before. By the way, it's always great to be able to say things correctly. But look, I don't take it in the face that I mispronounced that. I, I don't know the Pesukim by heart. I should. But I didn't study in the proper way the way they did in the time of Hazal, where when you were five years old, you already started knowing all the Pesukim by heart. So I said Petzatachas petza, which is wrong. It's petzah. Tachas potza. So why was this the one that was for Tsar? Don't really, again, it could have been Kriya, because that guy wasn't born with that either. It could have been Chabura. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure why this is the one that was chosen. I speculated. When I looked in the Pusik, now I see that yeah, I'm not sure. Right, but but again, I just want you guys to be sensitive to the question. Rashi Rashi already sort of told us to hold our horses, but still, it interested me. Right? Why is why was that the one? Because as you can see from the list, there's a whole bunch of them. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven tachasas here, right? Seven of them. Right. So I understand one of them is about Nesek, the first one. It's not about taking your eye out. It's about pay being paid. Not sure exactly why uh this is the one for Tsar. Maybe the Gemara will explain. And then again, it gives me something to look forward to. But you guys hear where we're coming from. So let's go back to the Gemara. Try to finish the Rashi. Well, Rashi says, you know where they are. It says it. This should be quotation marks. Rak shifto yitain verapo Since we have the Chumash open, let's look again over there. Here it is. Rak shifto verapo So shifto that's money for, as we said, uh, unemployment. And this is Med, uh, uh, the medical benefit okay, so now we have one, two, three, four okay, so we're missing one, let's go back to Rashi and see how he helps us out Boshes Dixiv okay so es kapo. all right so hmm, where's that You see this little thing next to the Rashi? It looks like a little (laughs) T. That is when you have uh, an upgraded edition of the Gemara, the Rashis are also indicated, the Pesukim that Rashi quotes. It's not going to be down here. There are some Gemaras, maybe you've seen them, where they actually give you the Rashi Pesuk as well on the side, completely written out. And that's that's a nice feature. This Gemara doesn't have that. I'm not sure if yours would either. But hmm, Rashi's quoting a Pasek, Katzosa Katsosa, Eskapa. Okay, where's that? So if you take a look, you go up to the Zion, you go up to the Zion, right? Dvarim Chafhei, Dvarim 25. That's where we're going to see the idea of Boshas, right? Remember, we said that was also very subjective, remember? Akolofi HaMivayish, VaMizbayish, right? Remember that? That was from last week, right? That it depends who the two people are, right? But Rachi says, how do you know you pay for that embarrassment? Because it says katsosa es kapa. So, I know that kapa means her hand. That's what kaf, a kaf, you can see I'm showing it to you on the screen now. This is a kaf. Kafayad, gavayad, kaf. This is called a kaf. It looks like a chof. That's why it's called kaf, by the way. A chof looks like this, right? menah, right? This is what it looks like. You see, that's what it looks like, a chof It looks like the letter chof, And that's what it is, the kaf. Yeah, that's why the kaf is called a chof. <laughs> People stand with their hands like this. Oh, that's a chof you've got there. So that's the reason why that letter is called chof. Just something you might know. Okay, so... And that's why Kofa means, I talked about that, placing your hand on top of something and putting it it down. That's also called a Kof. Okay. So Katsos says Kapa is, Ketz is to put an end to something, is to cut off her hand. Pussuk writes about cutting off someone's hand. And Rashi says, but that doesn't mean really cutting off hand. It means Momon. But that's Busha money. Boy, okay, so I look at that Rashi, and even if I translate the words, I'm sort of intrigued and confused. Where do I see Boshas from? So what am I going to do? I'm going to maybe, I had my Mahon Mamre open. Let me go look that up. Okay, so let's go look that up for a second. So we had it open anyway, so let's go. All right, what do we say? Dvaram Dvarim Chafei, just had that, just lain that about two weeks ago. So let's go to the Bible, and let's go to Deuteronomy, and let's go to 25. Okay, let's scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Let's see if we can find. It's, a lot, it's got a lot of psukim here, a lot of stuff happening here. Oh, I think I found it. You guys see it? Verse 11. Let's take a look. 11 and 12. You see the English here? When men strive together one with another. They're brothers, aren't they? But, who's there with one of the brothers? You have Reuven and Shimon fighting. Maybe they're brothers, maybe they're just friends, maybe, right? But they're fighting now. And the wife of the one draweth near to deliver her husband out of the hand of him that smiteth him. I think uh, Machon Mamre needs an upgrade here, right? And, right? So she wants to deliver. In other words, she's worried. She's worried, right? You've seen this in every bad movie in the world, right? Every bad, stupid, ridiculous, sophomoreic movie in the world. You know what's going to happen here, right? Vishol khayyada. She putteth forth her hand and taketh him by the secrets. Okay. The word mevushav, I don't know if it means secrets. We can look up the Rashi there in the Pesach. But it's definitely what people, like if it comes from the word busha, then it's probably, the again, the part of your body you're embarrassed about, the part you don't want to be seen. The part that everyone—that's why you get so many giggles and, and 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 snickers about it when you see it in these sophomoric movies, right? Because, right? Because there's there's something that's deep in our system to be embarrassed about our genitals, to be embarrassed about it, and therefore it's funny and we're embarrassed about it. It causes you to laugh when you see somebody get hurt there, because it's all based on something so deep that goes back to the first Rosh Hashanah, the very first day Adam and Chava lived and they did the Avera and they felt the idea of Busha. It all goes back. That's why, So that's the place that humanity has always been embarrassed about. That's the place that we cover, we protect, right? The rest of our body, again, except in very vulgar cultures, the rest of the body is apparent you emphasize it but not that. that's what you're embarrassed about but everybody knows you're embarrassed about it and it heights so that's where she takes hold of him in order to stop the fight so what does the passage say you shall cut off her hand don't have any pity Okay. Now, if you read the Pasa Kipshuto, it's pretty brutal, isn't it? Again, this is like an ugly like this this is not Moshe going up to Arsena and getting the Torah. This is this is like an ugly fight. But the Torah responds to it. But did the Torah really mean to cut her hand off? Katsosa Escapa? To cut her hand off? So that's what Rashi told us. No, we know that's not what it means. What does it mean? It means money. So it means money. Now, which is, I guess, logical. But now, how do you see the idea of Busha from there? How do you see the idea of Boshas? Because once you're telling me it's about money, why did the Torah have to come up with that case? where it was such an embarrassing thing. So this is your template for being embarrassed when you're hurt, right? Can you imagine? The guy feels, you know, here he was fighting mano a mano, macho man versus macho man. And now, what was it that stopped him when he got hurt? Of course, the other guy probably has damages, a countersuit as well. But what stops him? What stops him is, guy the guy's wife, yeah. And you know, that's going to be a story for a long time. So that's Busha. So that, the in other words, Chazal seeing this, a, a, where the guy, is it hurt? Yeah, but what hurts more is, is my pride. I'm so embarrassed, and, and right? now, I don't know if it wasn't a bar. I don't know if anybody was there. But it sounds like it's, it was somewhat public because the guy's wife was there. So that is your template for embarrassment. And therefore, you see the idea, now you're taking from there, now you can work out other embarrassing situations where you're going to have to be, where you're going to get paid. Okay? So that is the Chzikob and That's the source for busha. Okay. So we've done the Rashi. And, right? Rashi's given us the thing. So before we start the Gemara, though, I want to try to see: Did we answer our question about the um, uh, unemployment compensation, which seemed to be all I'm getting for this month? I'm is, is a shomer kishuim. Is that all I am? So let's see if we can find some way to deal with this. Uh, to deal with this question, okay. So everybody would have different ways of dealing with it. One way is wait for the Gemara, right? That's so what we could do. Now, I'm going to scroll down and show you how long we have to wait if we start reading the Gemara. Pei Gimlumabes, pei pay pei alif. Here's where the Gemara finally, uh, the, the Gemara gets to, the idea of the Shomer Kishuin. Here it is. Okay? And um, it's this piece of Talmud that deals with that. Um, so this is a Brice of the Gomorrah quotes, which could help us. Uh, the Bryce is actually peppered with a lot of uh, uh, discussion of Rava, but this is the Brysa. Um, I want to read a couple words of the Brysa and then I'm going to go back from it. Here's the Brysa. Now again, if you'd be reading this Gemara, you might be lost because I don't know when the Gemara is going to get to that so you'd have to scan till you found it. Maybe it doesn't even maybe it doesn't even bother you. okay bothered me you know this idea of oh this is unfair, this compensation is unfair. This, this, this unemployment compensation is unfair. So I want to go find... What else? Oh, the commissioner didn't help me. Let, me. let me look in the Gemara about this. That's, that was the point that, that was bothering us really the most. I think, right? That was the point that was bothering us the most. Just, right? So that's the part that was bothering me. And that's the part that I might want to go and find the Gemara about. So I go, I, again, it takes a little bit of look. You need to scan the page. And you see, oh, here's where the Gemara talks about it. Pei hey, I'm at bays. Well, does it make sense to skip? Maybe when you're Rebbe, many times, if you were in a Gemara class, your Rebbe said, okay, we're going to skip over here. And, and many times students are very confused by that. I, I have taught students of all ages. I've, the, I've taught students as young as fifth grade or fourth grade Gemara. I think I've taught fourth grade Gemara. I think it's the youngest I've taught Gemara. I don't think third grade. I've taught fourth grade Gemara and I've taught Gemara to people in that are close to 100 years old. I've taught the whole gamut. Men, women, children, people with uh, uh, Kail Jungalite, geniuses in some ways, and people that are just struggling to get by. So I've been doing this for a long time. I'm not saying I'm great because I'm doing it. What I'm saying is, is that that, you know, you you've gotta, you know, if you if you've been doing it for a while, you you learn how to scan stuff. Okay. So now here we go. Let's try to scan this Gamara, and here it is. Tanarabon. Shevis. Roan osokiushomriki Shuin. That's just like the Mishnah. But here's the part that's not. V'im tomar Luxa midas hadin. Hmm. Luxa midas hadin. Okay, everybody, we're all talking about midas hadin, right? Before Rosh Hashanah. Let's see. Luxa midas hadin. Okay. Let's take. Let's take some. Uh... Midas hadin is. This is the the, the, the character of what Dune is, right? Mida of din, right? You always say, does, does the guy have good midos? Does the girl have good midos? Work on your midos. Remember that, boys? Work on your midos. You got to work on your midos, right? So mida is something that's a measurement, but it's, it's, it's the way things work, right? right? You don't wear clothes that are 10 sizes too big on you, right? It's a measure. The, the way din usually works. Din means judgment, the way you get what you deserve all right this is right everything else as i said okay there was pain there was embarrassment okay you you couldn't work all right we're writing you a check about what you could have been made as a gardener a, a gardener a watchman a gardener's assistant at the cucumber patch that's how much you're getting um so, the Braisa, which this is, Luxa Adin. Are you going to say that Luxa Midas Adin? Luxa. It got hit from the word malchus. The adin is Adin is, 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 has not been served. The Midas Adin has not happened properly. Um, so now the Gemara turns to Aramaic. You sort of figure out, uh oh, what happened to that brisa? Up until now it was Hebrew. Now the, the, we have Aramaic in the brisa. <speaking in Hebrew> All of that was not the brisa. <laughs> okay. I, how do I know that? So I used like a different way of, of pronouncing it just to emphasize that. When you see a brisa, again, this is why I talked about steinzaltz the other day, about why a gemara that had punctuations in it and things would be so much easier. So a lot of times, here's another trick. When, when, when you see a brysa and it switches from, you know, pure Mishnaic Hebrew to Aramaic, then you know that this that, that we interrupted the brysa. The brysa was interrupted by the Gemara talking. And now we go back to the brysa at the end. All right? So... The the Bryce uh, I'm gonna read the Bryce and then we'll go back and do the interruption. V'im tomar Luxa Midas, the Gemara says. the Bryce continues, Lo Luxa, it hasn't been damaged. Shekvar Nosan Lo Dme Raglo, he's already been paid. So the Bryce really um has not added much, but what it did was it explained, at least on the surface, the words of the Mishnah that said, Shekvar nosan lo dmeyodavid meyraglo. In other words, the words here, Shekvar, is don't tell me this isn't fair. You already got the big money. Again, it didn't really answer our problem, which is, okay, I got the big money, but is that all I am? Is a Shomer Kishuyam? Is that all I am? It doesn't answer our ethical question. But now we have a problem that we looked at the Bryson. Okay, I looked at the Bryson. So am I able to put this thing, the genie, back in the bottle? Let's go back to the Brysa again. Am I able to put the genie back in the... Oh, look how far I went. Can I put the genie back once I already go into the Brysa? Usually not. Boy, I really went far. So I've got this Brysa um, with this interruption. The interruption starts from here. From the words, So I, so here's a way that I can cheat. And it's not as bad as looking at art scroll, but maybe it's basically exactly the same. But at least you don't have to go outside of your computer to do that. Okay. You could go to Art Scroll if you want. If you have an Art Scroll Bubba you could do that. Here's something. Check this out. Ta-da! Safaria. You don't have to pay $40 a volume for Art Scroll if all you want is the translation. I'm not saying it's as good as Art Scroll, but this is the Safaria Gemara, and it's all online, and it's all free. Okay? So let's take a look. At the brisa, so the way it's in Safaria. Okay, so so here's the piece that we just saw, and here it is a translation from Safaria. The mission teachers always payment for the laws of The court views the, so the sages taught in the brisa. I was paying for the laws so the court views, and if you say, but the standard of justice was compromised. The Gamora interjects, remember what I just said? To clarify the statement of the bright. It appears to be compromised, as when this man will recover, he'll not collect the wage of a watchman of cucumbers, but rather he'll carry buckets and collect a higher wage, or he'll travel as an agent and collect an even higher wage. The assessment of loss of livelihood should also account for one of those types of labor. Ah! Now that was our question, right? That was our ethical question. Right? VM Tomer Luxamida Sadin. So now that's it. Because yeah, now he's in the hospital, but come on. Uh he's not just gonna be a cucumber watchman. He could be what? A dole davla. What is that? A bucket carrier. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm 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 hopping, I'm limping, but I've still got hands. Uh, takes me a little longer. I can still get you those buckets. Or also, Bishliach. Okay. Uh, I, I can I use my mouth, right? I'm an agent. I can still travel. So that a court now that we've seen Safaria, that really is our question. But now goes back, the Gamar returns. The standard of justice was not compromised, because the one who caused him injury already gave him the value of his hand, the value of his leg. And that compensation took into account the professional opportunities he lost due to the injury. Hmm. Did it? It takes in everything? The money got paid even though he's not a watchman, that's not what he is? It seems to be strange. If that's, the the Gemara's actually asked our question, but doesn't seem to have given, but quoted the Brisa, which, indicating that the Brisa was sort of like scraping around our question. So it doesn't seem to be correct. The value of the leg took into the out- professional you lost due to the injury. Is that true? Hmm. Because isn't he even right? Um, let's take a look at one more piece with Safari. Once we have it open, Omarava kites yodo nosno If one severed the hand of another, he gives him the value of his hand as compensation for his damage. Okay, vishevis. As far as shevis goes, the court roin osokibu who show The court views the injured party as though he were a watchman of cucumbers. If he broke the leg, he gives him the value of his leg. And for the loss of livelihood, the court views the injured party as though he were a watchman at the opening to a courtyard. Aha. So Rava said, "Shomer kishuin really depends what the damage was. You can still walk without your hands, but you can't walk around the garden if you don't have hands." Um. So Rava really says, Rava has not dealt with our question. Rava is actually expanding the Mishnah and saying it depends what, what the damage was. A guy without a leg can walk. A guy without hands can walk. A guy without a leg cannot walk. If you blind him in the eye, and now what the shevis is, that's going to be somebody who's a mill grinder. Because you can see, as they explain here, even a blind person can do this. If you deafen him, then you have to give him everything because one lacking ability here is not for any form of employment. So, what have we gained here? We saw Brisa, and the Brisa seemed, based on the Gemara, to ask our question even stronger, the Midas Adin, but we don't really understand the Brisa's answer. The Brisa's answer was, we already paid him. But remember... When this man will recover, he'll not collect the wage of a watchman of cucumbers. He'll carry buckets and collect a higher wage. That has not been answered. It still seems that the unemployment wage seems to be less than it should be based on the Gemara here. The Gemara seemed to go with this question, but the Gemara did not give us a real answer. So um, the Gemara... Frustrates you. It didn't help. Didn't help with the ethical question. It doesn't seem to be correct. Because, yeah, he's going to do something else now and you stopped him because he's in the hospital. He can't be a watchman. He can't be a a, a bucket carrier or an agent. Why are you only paying him as a watchman? Doesn't seem to be right. So, um, the Gemara has not been my trick. It sort of helped. It, it showed me we're on the right path, but it did not. But it closed the door, and in that way, we still sort of have to maybe. So we can just say, well, I'll wait till I learn the Gemara, and then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll use my brain a little bit more. That's one way to do it. I'll show you uh, my trick. Since I'm not satisfied, I go here. I go to my Mishnaias commentaries. Many of you might say, "I'm not learning Gemara, I'm Mishnayis. I'm learning Gemara." So one of the things you have to realize is that these Mishnayis commentaries, which most of you probably have at home, you probably have a set of Mishnayis at home. Most of you, it has with it the 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 Bartonura, the Tosus Yontiv. Okay, Bartanura, I already checked, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna quickly show you. It didn't um, did not help. Let's just take a look at the Tosus Yontep just for a second, and then we're going to end with this. Here's the um, Tosus Yontep. Roy Yontep. You can't do anything else. Remember that was in the Rashi. That's basically a quote from Rashi. <laughs> Rashi says, That was Rashi's term, but pretty much that's Rashi. So the Tosach says, it's referring to, Most people do not have, don't go to school. Most people aren't trained. They don't go to college. They don't have a profession. But if he has some sort of job, that he could do, even though he doesn't have a leg or a hand. But he can do that job because he's trained for it. Mishar and Oh, finally, I get the answer I'm looking for. That the mission is talking about a guy who basically is not trained. All he knows is how to use his hands and feet, and can be told what to do like a robot. But he hasn't gone to school to learn how to do anything. See? So that guy, you assume, well, what can he do? The most he can do is walk around the garden. But a person who has training and can still do that, even though he's lost his hand or his foot, you've got to pay him what he could do. Thank you, Tosas Yantov. That was my answer I was looking for. Now you have a word here, mihu. That's a key Gamora word. It means however. Im no cave margoliotu. Okay. Margoliot. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, Margoliot is is something that is, is like a pearl or something that you discover, a jewel. No cave means to put holes in them. <laughs> to sort of cut away from. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. So basically what that is, what we call that is a stone setter, right? A lot of times you want the, um, you want the stone to fit like, oh, can you make it look like a four-leaf clover? Can you make it look like a flower? Yeah, it's got to fit right in this. So, oh, i just going to cut it, cut it. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, so in other words, you have the stone, the way it looks, oh, looks like a, looks like this, like an oval, Oh, that's not pretty. That looks like a that looks like a computer mouse. Oh look at it. It looks like uh, like uh, like Richard Nixon's nose. I don't know, it looks like something beautiful. Wow. It looks like it looks like a leaf, it looks like a flower. So that was a job that people paid for to get it looking uh, look how shiny it is, and look how pretty. Look isn't that look look, look, look how symmetrical it is. It's round. It's a square. Of course, that's not the way you dug it up from the ground. You dug it up the ground. It was like a, yeah, a rock. So the No Cave Margolius is someone, right? He's he really he, he's got a, he's very exact and holding his hands and he can hold it really exactly and scrape away. Shein ketias raglov mafsido. Kumo Evedah Omade Washam Right <laughs> He doesn't have to be on his feet like a like a servant who always needs his feet. There Mishar and Ashevis Kiwu omade washwarabo. Hmm there we pay him as if he had feet. Hmm im Imir Tsuvoyukov Margoliot. He didn't have to be a a, a a stone cutter. This last part of the Tosas Yontav, I'm not sure what it means. He's quoting the Rishon, the Rosh. But why didn't I just go to the Rosh? I could have, but this is right on the Mishnah. So this at least, up until this Mihu, I'm happy. It tells me the Mishnah is referring to The regular Joe Lunchpail, who never went to college, wasn't trained. Today, it would be different. I've now answered my ethical question. My ethical question was based on this misconception. And it was actually, the answer was already implied in Rashi as well, as you see from the Tosas Yontav. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast.